0: This is Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health, your home for common sense, science based healthcare. Here's your host, Dr. TJ Williams.
1: And hey, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. TJ. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hi. Today on Wellness 101, we are going to talk about something that we have gotten so much information um, requests about. we get I get emails all the time, tons of them. Um, and a lot of them recently have been dealing with what do I do to help my immune system? Is there any way that my immune system can be enhanced or boosted or, you know, lots and lots of immune immune questions. And this is from both our patients at our clinic and from outside listeners that are just sending us emails saying, hey, you know, what do you think about this? Can can you help me during this this time? Like I'm not really sure what to do. I I don't know where to turn. I don't know what what is the best thing that I should be doing. And so I wanna I want to take a little bit of time and I want to I want to talk today about, you know, just some immune system strategies that can help. But I want to start out by highlighting some well Recently published information, um, and and you know, really, it's been kind of glossed over, and no one's really talking about it at all on on any of the on the major media outlets. But Washington University uh, in, here in St. Louis, and for those of you who may be new to our show, we are we are based in St. Louis. That's where the clinic is located. That's where we this radio show broadcasts. Um, Washington University put out a research article that basically said that the boosting an immune, our immune system is actually a potential treatment strategy for the COVID-19 pandemic that we're going through currently. So that got me to thinking. And so I wanted to find out as much information as possible uh, about what they were talking about, why they were saying this, Um, you know, and and quite honestly, this is no different than any other immune system strategy out there. I mean, of course, the best thing that you can do is have a strong defense network. I mean, it's uh, that's that's just the way it goes i mean as a country it's best to have a great defense network as a person it's great to have a best defense network we want to be able to defend against any invader that comes into our si- system into contact with us so we want to be able to fight like nobody's business and like we've we were you know told that there's really nothing that you can do and even this is affecting even healthy people and and now it's the, actually these researchers are are saying that actually no um, this seems to be a, a little different story than what is, was originally told as we've gone through this
0: well and I think that there are really two ways to look at this I mean with all viruses you know when we're talking about you know the potential for the flu virus or coronavirus or whatever it happens to be um, there are really two two schools of thought on this as far as I'm concerned. Um, You know, some people look at the body as, you know, inherently flawed. And so what can we do through science and research and technology to help the body fight off these viruses? And looking at the body as inherently wise and knowing what you know, inherently knowing what it needs to do, as long as you give it what the body what it needs, and so um, those two schools of thought, I think, were kind of fighting against each other, and now we are, I'm, you know, a lot of the people who used to think, okay, science is the only way we can fix this, are kind of coming to the conclusion that, okay, wait, you know, we can still use our scientific advantages, but use it to instead of overriding the immune system and giving the body. Um, you know, things unnaturally that will help fight off these viruses, we can find it, figure out what the body needs to boost the immune system so the body can do that naturally, um, you know, and naturally protect itself.
1: Well, well in that same vein, I, I like where you're going with that, but in that same vein, it's science that shows that an immune system has to have certain things to function. I mean- Every textbook I've ever read that has to do with how an immune system function is backed up by thousands upon thousands of research articles that say this is what that's exactly science. That's exactly what we're doing. So what we're actually looking at is are we trying to attack everything with an outside in perspective, or are we actually trying to do this from the inside out? And a better way for your body for long-term defenses is doing this from the inside out, letting your body learn what's going on or giving your body the things that it needs so it can actually heal from the inside out. Outside in it doesn't work as well constantly and it doesn't work the same for every person because from from an outside in perspective you're you're basically saying that all people are the same. We've talked about this on this show before stepping away from the immune system and and talk about thyroid because we've done lots of discussion on the thyroid. The dosages of thyroid medication are basically the same across the board. Almost everyone gets the exact same dose of thyroid medication to start with, no matter how big, how small, how overweight, how underweight, how healthy, how unhealthy, whether they're man or woman. And so that's a, that concept. Just that blows my mind that we would even even consider that as a possibility. I I dismiss that and say I don't really think that that's actually true. And in fact, another thing that I don't like is I don't like this term of boosting the immune system. We're not boosting anything. We're actually providing the immune system everything that needs to function normally. There's not a boost here. We're not we're not throwing in high octane fuel to make our engine perform better. We're actually giving it the things that it can do to actually do its everyday day-to-day job and do all of the activities that it's designed to do from the very beginning. The problem is we have a suppressed immune system because we don't put enough good stuff into our system to actually function the way it's supposed to to begin with. I see this day in and day out in my clinic. People come to me because they're sick. And guess what? Their immune systems are not in good working order. So all we've got to do is give them the things that they need to be in good working order. That doesn't mean boosting their immune system. That means getting it back up to normal function.
0: I mean, I think that... Rant rant over. Right, yeah. Um, So I think that the point needs to be made, though, that this isn't, you know, just people who are extremely sick, uh, you know, or people who are not caring about their health. I mean, just living in, you know, this day and age, your immune system is going to take a hit. It just is. So we're trying to put things back into the body that it needs to function properly. It's not because anyone's, like, purposefully... You know, disregarding their health, it just true. happens
1: true and it, and it's taking a hit to, to clarify a little bit on her point there as a, as a very good point that the your immune system is taking a hit. your immune system's taking a hit because we're exposed to so many toxins, so many chemicals, so many so many things that are just not we, we don't live in a very clean environment our environment is is dirty it's complex and so yeah I, I get that point and, and and that's a that's a very very valid very valid statement but switching back to going going back to this whole immune system thing and he, so I wanted to find out more about this whole Washington University um, statement of you know, boosting, quote unquote, boosting the immune system as a treatment strategy. So I started digging and I found that they there is a podcast that they do um, that the it's at the it's the Washington University School of Medicine, where they have this show. It's called Show Me the Science. And it's about research, teaching and patient care, um, as well as the students, staff and faculty at Wash U. Now, this is hosted by Jim Dryden. Um, I don't. I don't know if Jim, what Jim Dryden's um, credentials are, or if he's just a faculty member. I'm, I'm not really sure. But in this episode that we're talking about, um, the this, the title of the uh, or the focus of the episode was on the, the COVID nineteen pandemic and Washington University's response, meaning the the boosting your immune system thing. And he's talking with Richard Hotchk- Hotchkiss, um, Dr. Richard Hotchkiss, a me- medical doctor. There at Wash U, and one of the one of the things I, I just want to bring out a quote um, from this podcast. I've got the transcript here in front of me, and doc, and Jim Dryden says, "quote The conventional wisdom was that patients' immune systems got so revved up fighting the virus that they also called uh, caused collateral damage to the patient's own tissues in what scientists called a cytokine storm, a process similar to what happens in some sepsis patients." But Washington University intensive Care unit specialist Richard Hotchkiss thinks in many cases that's not what's happening. Hotchkiss is an expert on sepsis who has been arguing for years that sepsis often is not a cytokine storm disease, but rather an immunosuppressive disease. This is this is huge. Well,
0: it it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? (laughs) It
1: fits exactly what we've been saying in the functional medicine model. We're saying these look these people have problems with their immune system. So many things start and end with the immune system's function. Right.
0: It's not that their immune systems are on hyperdrive. That doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. No.
1: If your immune system's on hyperdrive, you're killing everything in sight. And that's not really what's going on. These people were having a really, really hard time. And, you know, lots of people very quickly jump to, you know, this person got it and they were young and healthy. Well... But the thing is, we don't know. There's so much stuff that we that we don't know right. and so many labs that need to be run to actually figure out if someone's healthy or if actually if their immune system is functioning right. They, these people haven't had these things done.
0: Right. We've talked about that all the time on this show. And it's something that I think is so important for people to learn is that if you have not seen a functional medicine doctor and had a full workup, you don't know if you're healthy.
1: And even if you have, you still may not know. It's, it's true because you may not have dived had a, had that deep of a dive in that area you may be seeing a functional medicine practitioner and decided between the two of you that you were going to work on cleaning up your diet and getting your exercise right before you started getting into treatment strategies there are a lot of functional medicine doctors out there and that's their first step. And right. that's okay.
0: But I mean, that's what I said. If you do have a full workup, I mean, oh, yeah, when people yeah, yeah. come in. Sorry, I, mean,
1: I, I tuned you out on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know where I, I mean, was.
0: Because we, you know, more and more, we're getting people coming into our clinic and saying, I just want to know if I'm healthy or not. I want to yeah. know, you know, bringing in their family and saying, you know, just run the tests. I want to know how we're doing because, you know, we've said on the show many times, what we find we can fix. And it's always easier to find it early and fix it than right. it is to get to the point where it's actually causing you problems. That's right. So it's a smart thing to do. But if you haven't done that, you don't know if you're healthy. There's no way for you to know.
1: Right. All right. So we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about this this podcast that Washu did, um, and we're going to talk about boosting our immune system and, and our immune system's function. You're listening to Wellness 101. <laughs> Oh, oh, Welcome back everyone if you're just tuning in to today 's show it's a I, I got a little revved up during the first segment um, today we 're talking about um, our the immune system and our and, and a proper, having a pro- properly functioning immune system and we're referencing a, uh, a research article that came out by that was published by Washington University and talking about how people suffering with uh, with the covid nineteen right now uh, actually had decreased functioning immune systems, and during the during the first segment, I, I read a quote from the transcript of a podcast that WashU does called "Show Me the Science," where they're talking about this. And they're talking to um, the host is Jim Dryden. He's talking to uh, Richard Hotchkiss, um, a doctor with with Wash University, Washington University. And I want to I want to skip ahead. In their in their transcript, and anybody can get this transcript. I mean, I just I just Googled it, so knock yourself out. Um, I I I I want to bring up uh, another quote from there. I've got a few quotes that I want to I want to talk about. So, Dr. Hotchkiss, um, this is another again. This is I'm quoting from there. There this was this was Dr. Dryden um, speaking. Um, said Dr. Hotchkiss and fellow critical care specialist Ken Remy used a technique called ELISPOT spotter. I'm not really sure how how they're pronouncing that. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Um, To look at the immune cells in the blood of COVID patients who were hospitalized at several hospitals in St. Louis. Quote, They recently published their findings in the scientific journal JCI Insight. Remy says what they found was that many sick patients had a weakened immune response rather than a cytokine storm. Again, we're going back to so many people actually have a weakened immune response. And I get this all the time with patients that come into our clinic and I'm, you know, we're talking and doing this and doing that and and everyone wants to be very clear that they're never sick. I don't ever get sick. I'm I'm super healthy. I don't I'm, I'm never having a problem. Well, just because just because you don't get Sick, you don't get a cold and you don't get the flu, doesn't actually mean that your immune system has all the tools that it needs to fight off a big assault. I mean, if we think, if we look at like the 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 flu or the common cold as you know a couple of soldiers coming to attack you, right? All right, you probably got enough to, to handle that, no matter how low functioning your immune response is. However this whole covid-19 thing seems to me like it's not just two shoulder soldiers showing up to, to attack you it's like 2 million and a normal person a healthy quote unquote healthy person with all of a properly functioning immune system has everything that they need they can fight that battle but someone who doesn't have all the all the properly functioning immune system they're going to have trouble with that. They're not going to be able to take that onslaught. So we have to, we have to really look at what we're, what we're saying and what we're referencing when we say that someone is, quote, healthy. Just because you don't get sick doesn't mean you're not healthy. I have lots of diabetics in my office that say, well, I don't ever get sick. Well, they're not healthy. I can promise you that. If you're diabetic, you're not healthy. Same way with being you know, overweight. We've talked about this on the show. If you're overweight, there's no way that you're healthy. You can't have a properly functioning system if you're overweight. It just doesn't work like that. Your cells don't like that. Your, the, your cells communicate differently. Your hormones function differently. Your cytokines function differently. Your chemokines function differently. Everything is a different animal if you don't have all the raw materials that you, that you need to actually function. And I get this, you know, too with patients saying, you know, they'll come in and they say, "Well, I, how how can you help me? I don't know I don't know what's wrong or can you help me? I just want to be the healthiest me that I can." And I start talking about what all we need to actually do to investigate it, and they're like, "Well, wait a minute." Like they want the solutions, but they don't necessarily want to go through all the, all the questions and all the background information that's necessary to actually figure out what's wrong with someone. And that makes it very difficult for me to do my job in telling someone, hey, this is what you need to do if I don't have all the information that tells me what's wrong with that person. Right? If they're not willing, if someone comes to me, I figure they're sick enough to say, you know what, I need help. we got to figure out everything that's going on. Or they're already healthy and they're saying, hey, do everything that you can to make sure that I'm healthy. That's, that's what we're after. That's the mentality that we want people to have is that, hey, I need to know everything about me so you can help me be the healthiest me possible. Because there are a lot of things that your conventional doctors are not gonna run. In functional medicine, we're looking deep within you. We're looking at root causes, what in your environment has gone wrong, what it what you know, what around you is wrong, what's your house look like, what's your living experience looks like, where did you grow up? All of these different things matter in how your immune system functions.
0: Right. And we're certainly not faulting people that come in and are surprised that we need to run so many tests. I mean, we get a lot of referrals from people, um, you know, people who come in and have been encouraged by family members or friends to come and see us and may not understand how we do things. And let's face it, conventional medicine doesn't run a lot of tests, right? You go in there complaining of one thing, they run a test or two, and then they tell you what's wrong. I mean, they may not be right, but, um, but that's what they do. And so it is a completely different way of doing things. And people are a lot of times thrown off by that. We do have people occasionally who just say, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, almost always those people come back at some point. Yeah. You know, I mean, but um, but I get it. I get that, you know, when you're not when you haven't been informed that we're going to do things in a completely different way, it is surprising. You know, I mean, a lot of people expect us to be like a conventional medicine office, but But, just... But
1: miracle them an answer.
0: But that's what they are told that they get out of conventional medicine. So I can't fault them for thinking that. That's very true. You know, I mean, like, they go into conventional medicine and, you know, a doctor's office, they get a test or two ran, and then the doctor's like, this is what's wrong. I mean, may not be the right answer, but they're given an answer, and they don't know it's wrong until years later, and they're still suffering. So the fact that we tell them we can't do that is probably frustrating, you know. If they haven't been, you know, it hasn't been explained to them beforehand that we do things differently.
1: That, that's very, very accurate. Very accurate. So I, I, I want to go back to this this quote that I that I read, where they're they're talking about how these these patients had had a a weakened immune response now the the conversation I'm going to spare you the the entire conversation you can go and find this I'm basically going to summarize you know several uh, probably several minutes worth of of conversation but um Jim Dryden the 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 host of the show summarizes it and I'm going to quote what he says because he he did a very good job of summarizing what uh what uh doctors remy and hotchkiss were were saying basically dryden says this he says quote the patients who had COVID 19 they actually had fewer cells that make these inflammatory molecules called cytokines fewer cells making this stuff and the stuff they're making isn't as good as as that is that correct the answer is yes um dr remy even says right afterwards correct which leads for potential for unrivaled or unmitigated replication of the virus. Meaning, if a person's immune system isn't strong, and they actually don't have the raw materials necessary to make the immune cells that they need to be able to make, then they're not going to be able to respond, so the virus is going to be able to just take off. This is true of every virus. Flu virus, cold virus, rotavirus, It doesn't matter. Pick a virus, right? Pick a bacteria. If your immune system can't actually can't actually fight the battle, then they they all can have free reign to replicate and go crazy in your system. So that's that's something that I really wanna really wanna hit home. And I talk about this and anybody that's listening. To, to this show that's, that's a patient of, at our clinic have heard me say over and over again, either in a client room or out in our IV suite when, when asked, we, we can only do things if we have the raw materials in our body to actually make the things we need to make. And so many of us don't have the raw materials. We are missing the vitamins, the minerals, the proteins, the good fats. We just don't have the things. And so, therefore, we can't make it. And, and Dr. Hotchkiss even says later on in the, in the interview, he says, you know, as you get older, there's this immunosenescence. Your immune system isn't as functional, and so it didn't theoretically make good sense that a lot of these patients were dying from hypercytokinemia, meaning it didn't make sense to them, the doctors treating these patients, that these people were actually dying from a hyper-response, knowing that as they age, and most of the people that were dying were older individuals in general, right? and we know that in general, older individuals have a weakened immune system. They don't have the things that actually make it. And they actually go through here and they talk about how the T cells, and uh, this is for a whole different show, but they talk about T cells. Well, T cells are a cell in your immune system that they get their name because these cells go to your thymus gland and that's where they become, they mature. And the T stands for thymus, right? These T cells mature. Well, most people don't realize that everyone is born with a thymus. But we all don't necessarily have a very well-functioning thymus by the time we age. When we're born, our thymus is the size of an apricot. It's as big as our heart. And as we get older, as we progress through the years, that thymus shrivels and shrinks and gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, right? And so by the time we're 70 70 to 80 years old, you're talking about a thymus that's the size of a dried up shriveled pea or maybe a small, tiny little piece of string. There's no possible way that our immune system can function well when that piece of it, that entire chunk of our immune system is not able to function. So our whole body can't function well. This is what they're talking about, and this is what we're referring to when we're talking about a weakened immune system. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is there's actually research out there showing that you can improve the function of your thymus. Let that sink in. You can actually improve this function of your immune system by giving it things that it needs, right? So that's one of the things that we're going to get into. we got a couple of more points that I want to get to. Um, with this, with this conversation, but we've got to take a break. So when we come back, we're going to start getting into actually what you can do to help your immune system function, and we're going to finish up with this, with this podcast that uh, that they did at Washington University. You're listening to Wellness 101. <laughs> And welcome back to the show, everyone. If you're just tuning into Wellness 101 at, at this moment, uh, you've missed a, a pretty good show, in my opinion. Uh, today we've been talking about immune system strategies, and we actually highlighted, or have been highlighting, and, and may even bring up a couple of more points. Just kind of depends on how the conversation goes over the next, you know, couple segments here. Uh, Washington University School of Medicine uh, has a podcast and it's called Show Me the Science and we highlighted uh, one of their shows where they were talking about um, the research article that they recently published that WashU published that basically said that boosting an immune system was a potential treatment strategy for um, COVID-19. I find that funny because, you know, in the, in in the in the world of uh, social media and and all of this stuff, you know, there there have been some people that have have suggested this as a as a possible treatment strategy uh, throughout this whole thing, and they were vilified and. You know, I, I know a good friend of mine, he was reported to the uh, to his medical board out in the state of Nevada for like three different times for just saying, hey, you know what? An immune system, you know, a good functioning immune system is going to be, you know, what we can what we can do here, um, having it function properly. And he, he was reported for spreading lies and misinformation. And now we have one of the you know prominent medical schools in the country basically saying the exact same thing he did. And he's no slouch. I mean, this this guy's a pretty smart, smart fellow. And, you know, it's just I find it very interesting that, you know, everyone's quick to jump on and say, hey, you know, that's that's hogwash when in in reality that it's just it's just science. It's just physiology.
0: Right. Well, and I think that that's something that, you know, is good to point out. That's why we're going over this podcast and the research, um, because. It's not very often that functional medicine and conventional medicine kind of meet. Oh, it's, we hit
1: we hit together in the same spot right here. We created a tsunami size wave because right? they're on it.
0: Um, and we've been, you know, I mean, and it makes common sense. I mean, it, that it if you have a well functioning immune system, you're going to be better at fighting things off. It's crazy that that was such a big deal that people were saying um i mean but you have to think about all the people who are making money from you not being able to fight things off yourself and needing outside help right all of the money that's made through prescriptions and you know and vaccines and everything else then you've got you know people out there saying, hey, maybe if you just give your body some natural things, you'll be able to fight it off by yourself. Yeah. I mean, people are really going to attack that. So you've got, I mean, that's why this is such a big deal that, you know, doctors on the conventional medicine side have said, yeah, hey, I think this actually makes sense that the immune system actually uh, is a key to fighting off viruses and including coronavirus
1: yeah it's 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 huge and you know that's where you know I, I would like I would love nothing more than to have a conversation with these guys and just say hey you know where, where are you at on on you know getting the information out there of these are the the nutritional things that your body actually needs to function because in the in the talk in the in the podcast. They didn't really get into, hey, these are the things that you can actually do. They just were, were covering the fact that people that were were the sickest and had the hardest trouble had lower functioning immune systems. Right. But
0: then you also have to remember that that's not what doctors generally do, conventional medicine doctors. Right. right. Yeah. They, I mean, they
1: typically have no training in that, very little.
0: Right. And that's it's not what I mean, they're not educated on the natural things that can be done to boost the immune system. So, I mean, I give them a lot of credit for talking about this in general because it's not yep. something that, um, you know, conventional medicine typically touches on because they don't usually boost the immune system. They use things to treat. They use, you know... Um,
1: it's that outside-in approach.
0: Right. No, exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: And, and and that's the thing. Like, I... I this is why I would love nothing more than to, to just have a conversation with them and say, Hey, look, you know, these are things that, that we do over here on this side of medicine that improves our patients' lives and healths and, and and gets them, you know, functioning much better and and be more able to handle the onslaught of everyday life that comes at us. Right? If our immune system is functioning better, we're better able to handle stress. And that that's a connection that Very few people actually understand, get, talk about, do. It just doesn't happen. But that's a conversation I have all the time with many of my patients in the clinic. as I talk about, hey, look, we've got to get you functioning better. If we get you functioning better, your level of perceived stress plummets.
0: Right. Well, and it's a conversation. I mean, we haven't reached out to, you know, these doctors or anything. Nope. But, um... But it's a conversation that you know we've had numerous times with other doctors, um, and I can say that a lot of times conventional medicine doctors are aware of the fact that they don't, they haven't been trained in how to do certain things. It's the public that just assumes they know everything. Right. But a lot of times the actual doctors are saying, "I'd love for you to tell me more about this because I would love to treat my patients more effectively with more natural means." Right. But I haven't been trained in that. Right. So it's just interesting where a lot of times when we say it, people get upset about it. Like, how dare you say that conventional medicine doctors don't know, where the doctors themselves are actually saying, I would love more of that ed- education yeah. because I think it could really help my patients.
1: Yeah. We, we treat some patients, some doctors in our in our clinic.
0: We treat a and- lot of doctors and a lot of doctors' families. <laughs> that's,
1: that's true. That is true. Um but we've had several like they're open about the fact that, you know, what do you what do you do about this or what do you think about that or how how what can I tell my patients? And I just tell them, I'm like, look, this is this is what you can do for this, that or the other because the topics can vary. And they're very open about the fact that they have very little training in what to do nutritionally, what to do from a dietary standpoint. They just don't have that training.
0: Right. And and I will say, I mean, there is, of course, a wide range here. I mean, I know that there are conventional medicine doctors who completely disagree with everything we do. And they and that's are okay. of the opinion that if they don't know about it, it's not going to work. I mean, but we don't see those doctors in our clinic. You know, I mean, those aren't the ones who are seeking us out and those aren't the ones who are open to talking to us. But a lot of doctors are because a lot of them want to treat their patients as effectively as possible. Well, look
1: at our experience with the doctors that you've had in the whole process of having our kids. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: I mean, they're asking questions. They're like, well, yeah, I know you've got that taken care of. You know, I trust you, etc. Right. Hey, they have they have people that are shadowing them or coming through their 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 clinic with rotations or various things, spending time. They're like, oh, just call TJ and just ask him why this or that or whatever. And and I explain exactly what's going on and why. And it's a it's a it's a way that they know, but they haven't really thought about it in the in a different in a different direction. And so just giving them the information. And th- so there are some that are very open to the concept Well, concepts. and you say that.
0: I mean, but some of them, too, um, you know, depending on what the situation is. Because, I mean, I, we've had a lot of different doctors. We've had my fertility doctor. We've had the OBGYN. We also, with our first pregnancy, had maternal fetal medicine. Um, right. So we've had a number of different, um, you know, in our pediatrician. Um, that we've dealt with, and depending on what the topic is, but there are some of these issues that come up, and they don't know the alternatives because they're not allowed to use the alternatives. Yes. You know, like in the insurance system or the hospital system, whatever it is, they're only given one option. So yeah. if you have this issue, this is what they're allowed to give you. And we typically don't let that slide. Um, Yeah. We
1: we do what's best for the person, not what what our only option is. Yeah,
0: Well, I mean, and we're lucky enough that we've had doctors that have been open to that, you know, Hey, if you, you know, we trust you to handle it. And so they let us do it. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's not necessarily that they disagree with what, you know, a lot of times they're asking like, well, why, why are you doing it this way? And why is that? going to make a difference as opposed to what i would have done to treat yeah um so and i mean yeah it's just it's we've been lucky that we've had doctors that are open but more and more we're finding doctors that are open i mean the ones that we come into contact with are i think you know and maybe at the beginning they're weary of are we actually is there actually a reason are we gonna say like you know something crazy like we don't you know we don't believe in any medication or we don't um we think all things are bad or you know but when T.J. actually is able to explain it okay here's what's going on physiologically and this is what's going on with Erin personally um you know like uniquely in her body and this is why we're doing it this way um I think that you know You gain a lot of respect that way because you have an actual answer and a reason why you're doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And the answer doesn't start with, well, (laughs) I
0: just feel like, Uh, yeah, um... I'm
1: not really sure, but I just don't believe this. Like, come on. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm going to listen to more of this podcast that, that I just, that we referenced in the show, show me the science. I, I will listen more. Because now that I've, I've, I'm interested in, okay, where are we at? Where are we closer together on other topics?
0: Right.
1: Right? That's that's stuff that I'm always looking for. I'm looking for people that want to work with me because I, why not?
0: Well, and you say that, I mean, if they are really looking at the science, I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, that's where we get so— I've got so, piles of it. Right. That's where we get so frustrated with conventional medicine generally because we're like, you're— disregarding what the actual research says you're demanding that everyone do something one way when the research shows that that's not the best way so i mean yeah if they're actually looking at science sounds perfect
1: yeah oh yeah it's 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 a little slice of heaven all right we've got to take a break when we come back we're going to finish up with uh, immune system strategies and we're actually going to talk about things that you can do to help your immune system you're listening to wellness 101 oh. Welcome back to the show, everyone. If you are just tuning in, um, you have missed us discussing immune system strategies uh, in the wake of the article that's been published by Washington University, talking about how boosting the immune system is well, a potential treatment strategy. Well, we haven't talked strategy. about strategies yet. Well, no, but we—that's we <laughs> we're getting into this segment. <laughs> we, we've kind of been talking about it because this, you know, th- that's that's we're talking about the immune system, and everything is a strategy, really. Um, but the 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 big thing here is that i, I that i want to hit on is a lot of people out there are talking about things that you can take supplements that you can take things that you you need to get in your body and and i'm going to hit on three of these things that are i feel are critical for for a proper immune system function but i want to i want to preface it with the concept that Remember, when you're taking supplements, when you're eating food, doesn't matter if if you're taking things into the body. You don't get credit for what you consume. You only get credit for what you absorb. And consuming and absorption are two completely different things. And there are a lot of pieces to the puzzle that could be going wrong in your body's ability to break down, digest, and absorb nutrients. And even though you're taking things, right? Just, just because you took it doesn't mean that you get credit for it. You have to actually have these things improve in your body.
0: Right, so, which is one of the things. I mean, we, we get that a lot with people um, coming in, and they're like, well, I don't need to be tested for this. I know my vitamin D is high because I'm taking vitamin D. Right. Um, and then, which, you know.
1: Rant, rant, then it's low.
0: Right. Well, I mean, yeah, we're like, okay, what form? And are you actually able to absorb it? I mean, um, they're yeah, it just... You unless you test, you don't know.
1: That's right. So the the three big things that I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on here are zinc, vitamin D three, and turmeric. Believe it or not, um, I'm a huge fan of turmeric and its its immune system enhancing abilities. And so I want I want to start with zinc um, because zinc's getting a lot of play. Vitamin D is getting a lot of play with this. Um, so zinc is really important. Remember with zinc. Zinc is a mineral, and one of the most difficult things for the human body to absorb are minerals, right? And so research with zinc actually suggests with regard to immune function that mild to moderate zinc deficiency impacts immune function by slowing down the activity of different immune system cells. Things like macrophages, neutrophils, natural killer cells, and our complement activity. Now these are all things that have to do with our immune system response to an invader, right? And so normal um, immune activity can be connected, or not connected, corrected, sorry, um, by zinc supplementation. Low zinc status has been associated with increased risk of immune challenges that benefit from improving zinc levels. Making sure that we have plenty of zinc in our system is imperative. Now, how much zinc you need depends on a lot of factors. Depends on the Things like copper status, believe it or not. And I'm not going to get into the whys of all that, but it does matter. It matters, you know, sex, age, size. All of these things matter with how much zinc you should be taking. Not all zinc is created equal. Zinc oxide is not a very good form of zinc. Um, Zinc glycinate or zinc bisglycinate, great forms of zinc, more easily absorbed. But you still have to have a properly functioning gut to be able to get these things into your system. Okay. So that's zinc. The next one is vitamin D3. So vitamin D3, yeah, there's been actually other research brought out about low levels of vitamin D and the whole COVID-19 pandemic. And it's not just COVID-19. It's it's any virus. We, we are healthier when our vitamin D levels are optimized, right? And different people are talking about different dosages. Again, it depends on The form of vitamin D3. Not all vitamin D3 is is created equal. There are um, oil immersion vitamin D3s. There are mycelized vitamin D3s. Those are absorbed differently. Mycelized is more easily and readily absorbed than oil immersion. There are capsules of vitamin D. There are powders of vitamin D. Like, there are so many different things that. That play a role in whether or not your body's actually absorbing it. And the key with vitamin D is actually testing your vitamin D3 levels to figure out what level you're at, right? We don't want to have too little, but we also don't want to have too much. So just taking willy-nilly vitamin D levels just because some guy told you on on Instagram to take five thousand or ten thousand IUs. Well, what if your vitamin D is already high and you don't actually know because you never got tested? It's extremely important to know your numbers, right? So It's a simple test. It's a blood test. It can be ordered by pretty much any doctor on the planet. And you you figure out what your level is. That way you know where you're starting so you know where you need to go and how much vitamin D you really truly need to take, right? Vitamin D is extremely important for our uh, immune system because it helps to modulate our immunity, right? Extremely, extremely important. And last but not least um, of the three things that I want to talk about is turmeric. Now we use a, a product in our office. We use uh, Optimal Nutraceuticals. It's a it's a, it's a great company, great brand. I started that I started that company a long time ago because I wanted to have you know people to have um, lots of, of high quality nutrition. You can you can visit their website at Optimal for Life F O R written out Optimalforlife com. But turmeric. Helps with our immune health if we have if we have the whole compound. A lot of turmeric's out there are just curcuminoids, and there are so many other things in turmeric like turmerones and curdione and germicrone. Uh, ger, I can't even pronounce it. Germacrone. Um, there, there's all these different things. Tumerin, right? beta-elamine, like all these different things have a huge impact on our our immune health and maintaining a normal inflammatory response. So we don't end up having a hyper-inflammatory response or a low-inflammatory response, a hypo-inflammatory response. This entire um, turmeric compound is important. You got to have the whole thing. Not to mention, when you're taking turmeric, you're gonna get a little bit of gut health with it. Um, it's much more bioavailable if you're taking the whole thing. Um, but you want these things. You want this product to have something, some sort of standardization, to where you know exactly how much of things that you're getting. But turmeric is the is the third thing in the in the puzzle that I recommend. So to rehash those, zinc, especially a zinc glycinate if you can get it, um, vitamin D3. Preferably a micellized form of D3, um, or a vitamin D3 with K2 in it, um, and then a a turmeric uh, complete product where you're getting the entire um, turmeric compound. These are three things that are extremely important. Beyond that, there are some other things out there like you know that are not for everyone. Um, certain populations aren't necessarily supposed to take things like colostrum powder if you're pregnant. Don't take any kind of colostrum or or proline rich polypeptide. Uh, product because it can cause problems. But if you're not pregnant, um, colostrum powder is a great way to help modulate an immune system. There are lots of, of factors and immune system factors that are in, um, colostrum powder that, that you can get. Um, I take that every day. My kids take that every single day. Um, I've given it to them basically since birth and you know, they have, they have pretty resilient immune systems. So do you have anything else that you want to add Aaron? <laughs> she's like she's just listening intently like oh, I'm learning. Yeah. So, we're just we're just throwing stuff out there. I mean, there there are a lot of things that can be done. Um but even taking these three things, these the, the zinc, the vitamin D and the and the turmeric complete, the, these things just because you're taking it doesn't mean that you're actually absorbing it. So you
0: Right. And also, you need to make sure that, you know, not just your um you know, how your body's doing it, but the forms that you take. I mean, like yes. TJ mentioned, that's why we started a supplement company, because then we could be in control of the manufacturing process and know that they were high-quality supplements. Yep. If you, you know, we get questions all the time, like, "I, how about this brand? We're like, I don't know, right? Because I haven't seen their manufacturing facility. I don't know what their standards are, right? So,
1: and there are a lot of different standards when it comes to manufacturing. A lot of different. That's why you hear that all quality. the time
0: that supplements can't be trusted. Well, that's not true. Right. It's just that it's not regulated.
1: Right. So anyway, if you if you want more information, I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you would like more information, um, please uh, visit our clinic's website, INHSTL.com. Um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, at INHSTL. You can reach out to us uh, by email as well, info at INHSTL, or you can call us, 314-293-8123. We're happy to help. No matter where you are in the country, we'll do our best to help you or, or get you to someone that can help you. Um So that's all we have for today. I'm Dr. TJ. For for Aaron and myself, our clinic, and Optimal Nutraceuticals, thanks for listening.